OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash wallstreet. You're listening to Numbers by Barron's. It's Wednesday, March 1st. I'm Jackson Cantrell, here with the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is $0.14 a share. That's the net loss AMC reported in the fourth quarter. That was better than Wall Street estimates for a loss of $0.21. In an earnings call, CEO Adam Aaron said he doesn't expect the industry-wide box office to return to pre-pandemic levels until 2024 or 2025. Until then, AMC is searching for other sources of profit. One example? The company said on Tuesday it was working with Walmart to launch a line of popcorn. Fans of the snack will be able to pick up AMC-branded popcorn at their local Walmart starting March 11th. Considering that the company has invested in gold mining and experimented with non-fungible tokens in a bid to diversify revenue streams, its foray into popcorn sales isn't that surprising. Already, AMC derives more than a third of its revenue from food and beverage sales, That's according to the company's fourth-quarter earnings report. AMC's stock fell 6.2% on Tuesday and was down a couple of percentage points further in after-hours trading following its earnings release. The next number up is 6.5%. That's how much DISH stock fell after an analyst double-downgraded the stock. B of A Securities analyst David Barden changed his rating on DISH to underperform from buy. In a research note, he expressed worries about the company's balance sheet and the future of Dish's 5G wireless service and cut his price target on Dish to $10 from $30. Last week, Dish reported fourth-quarter earnings that beat Wall Street estimates. However, sales came in below estimates and the company lost 268,000 paid TV subscribers. The bad news doesn't end there, though. Dish said in a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission that an outage it reported on its earnings call last week was due to a cybersecurity incident. After the 6.5% decline, the stock ended Tuesday trading around $11.40. Our last number is roughly $250 billion. That's how much the U.S. M2 money supply has declined over the past year. That's the biggest drop ever. M2 calculates the combined currency and coins held by savings accounts, banks, money market funds, and more. The Fed's interest rate hikes, combined with the tightening of its balance sheet, appear to be shrinking the amount of money in the system. The decline, though, doesn't mean the Federal Reserve's work is done. M2 levels are still abnormally high. The money supply remains 39%, or $6 trillion higher than it was before the COVID-19 pandemic. Meanwhile, January's higher-than-expected inflation data suggest unemployment, aggregate demand, and consumption still remain strong. According to NYU Business School professor Viral Acharya, that likely leaves room for more interest rate hikes ahead. And that's Numbers by Barron's for Wednesday, March 1st. I'm Jackson Cantrell, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know tomorrow. Have a great day. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. 
Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.